Hello. Hello. Hello, Martin. Welcome to the Enterprise Hub podcast. Thank you for having me. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. Um, I thought I'd give you like five minutes after you've just delivered one of our webinars. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. I hope it went okay. It went absolutely fantastic. I've never seen such endorsements on a page before. A lot of, uh, I had a few friends on there and a few clients, so uh, luckily they <laughs> were kind to me. It was fantastic. It was really, really good. So um, I think the best thing to do is tell the listeners who you are and what you do. Well, yeah. Hello, everybody. My name is Martin Williams. I'm the director of uh, Radar PR, Radar Public Relations. Um, I'm based in Kimmel Bay in Conway, North Wales. Um, effectively what I do, yeah, public relations. So I work with clients across um, a multitude of sectors from um, Colleg Cambria to Pet Place, from Hughes Gray, Clog Eye Gold to the North Wales Economic Ambition Board and Ion Leadership and Supertempt and many others in different industries, basically telling their stories, um, helping to protect their reputations and build their reputations. And um, I'm a former journalist. I was a journalist for 15 years, um, all in North Wales with the Daily Post and the North Wales Weekly News and others. And um, and also a former head of communications at Glindle University in Wrexham. So I've got a quite a lot of experience in, in communications, PR, journalism, social media. So, yeah, we had a great, yeah, great webinar talking about um, how to get yourself into the newspapers and, and the media and, and online and um building your own brand and, and and as i said protecting your reputation building your reputation and and telling people what you're about do you know what i've always wanted to ask you this question yeah and i think this is the best place to ask not to put you on the spot obviously apart from the the enterprise hub called mentor um from your client list now who would you say is the most interesting oh goodness me no offence to anybody who's, <laughs> who's not. Um, I mean, they're interesting in different ways. You know, I mean, somewhere like College Cambria or the Ambition Board, it's something different every time because one minute you're writing about, you know, for example, Cambria, one minute I'm writing about farming, the next minute I'm writing about a student who's achieved something incredible um, personally or overcome adversity, or, or then I'm writing about engineering and, and apprenticeships. I mean, that's a very interesting one. Um, Pet Place is one that's particularly um always newsworthy um they've done some amazing things i think the story that we did about the opening the first ever dog cinema and play park and coffee bar in in the uk was one of my favorite stories of the last, uh, of the last couple of years that was yeah it was just and they're just a, a, you know all, all, i'm lucky all of my clients are really good people as well i think that makes a difference and they understand what i do and, and what value i can add to them and um but Pet Place is is a, is a special one, and obviously Super Temps will always be special to me as well because they're my first ever client. And uh, but they're all they're all they're up to me. It's up to me at the end of the day to make them all interesting, and they all do interesting things. But in terms of just real eye catching, eye popping visuals, and um, you know, Pet Place is certainly among the top ones. Yeah. Well, you had plenty of fans during the webinar. I, I could see that clearly. What? Well, that's very kind of them. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's you know north wales is, is a big pond in many ways but in, in, in other sectors and areas it's it's a small pond so you get to know a lot of people and there's a few of my clients were on there which was you know maybe they'll get rid of me now because i've told them a few of the tricks of the trade but um <laughs> yeah no it's really kind really you know as i said when we first spoke about this it's you know i, I was very nervous by the way about it I, I kind of thought what how do you talk for for half an hour an hour about what you do and and, and what's the day-to-day -to, -day to you but uh, no it went well it went well it certainly flew 
Uh, I did. I was. I said to you, I'll, we'll try. I'll try and do half an hour, and then we'll see if you've got any questions. And it's, it was like an hour and twenty minutes. So yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, we all enjoyed it. Um, so I suppose another difficult question: What's the most bizarre story you've ever had to write? Whew. Um, in as PR or just in in my whole life, I've had so many. Um, I'd have a, I've had everything from robotic fish to um. Wow. God, I've not had that many completely bonkers off the wall ones with radar PR. I've had a few. I mean, the pet, the, the again, the dog cinema and coffee bar. Again, you're going, what a dog coffee bar, and they're selling poor Seco and they're selling bottom sniffer beer and things like. I mean, that was a great one. I think some of the characters I've, in, I've interviewed have led to really um, interesting and off the wall stuff. I mean, I interviewed Mike Tyson once, and that was one that really stuck in my mind. Um, I interviewed him at venue Cymru in Flandidno um when he was let's say one of his low periods he's he's he seems to have uh, got himself together quite a bit but um yeah. and we sat together on a pink two-seater sofa in venue Cymru and, and he he just went off on one and um it led to a, a couple of double page spreads in the daily post boxing section um I remember reading them they were really he was insane. unbelievable and it was just me and Mike Tyson in a room with one of his bodyguards and I'm thinking and he and the bodyguard was saying you know let's cut this short and Mike was going on I said I can't shut Mike Tyson up I'm not going to tell Mike Tyson to stop talking <laughs> I was so I was bright red I was sweating beads of sweat I just and he just and then he said and then I remember I'll never forget I took a 1987 copy of the ring magazine with me which was which is like the bible for boxing fans and he, he kept it <laughs> I was hoping he'd sign it for me and he walked away with it and he kept it. So he still got it somewhere, maybe. I know, maybe not. But um, yeah, I've written lots of lots of weird and wonderful stories. And because I've covered so many different sectors, there's probably too many to mention. But uh, I mean, I've interviewed Al Pacino as well and people like that. So um, yeah, most most of the time it's the person that's the uh, the eccentric and off the wall thing, you know. Uh, oh, I can imagine. You've obviously got a fantastic relationship with all your clients and obviously all the newspapers. You um, you went through the top tips of how to prepare and what to do when it comes to any piece of PR work. Um, and if you could go through that now, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, after well, yeah, I think the most important thing is still. I don't consider it, you know, the press release is the, is 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 the thing I do the most in writing a press release or writing a story. But it's it's ultimately storytelling. So telling your story, the first thing it's easy to say, but it's to, it, you. The point of it is to create a buzz. So to generate interest, to do something that's that's a bit different. Um, have a real think about your business. Look at it. You know, scratch the surface and. Um, take out all your USPs and, and, and lay them out and, and think, you know, what can we do with these to, to, to get a story out there? Ultimately, it's about building, managing and protecting your reputation. A lot of that these days is on social media. Um, be visual, be visible, use images, engage with people, interact, give feedback. Um, if we're looking just at social media for a second, I think that a lot of people just put things out there and expect them to be retweeted, liked, shared, followed, whatever. And they don't give anything back. You've got to give and take. You've got to like other people's posts. You've got to follow the right people in your sector or in, in, in areas of interest to you. You share their things. More often than not, they'll start following you back and they'll share yours. And then you start to kind of generate uh, momentum. Um, knowing your audience is a big thing. I think a lot of people just, again, everything you do has got to have a purpose. And now more than ever, you know, time is we're all time poor and obviously money is tight and it's going to be tighter after um, what we're going through at the moment for a lot of businesses, most businesses. So think smart, 
know your audience or you know ultimately your audience may have changed during the coronavirus pandemic you might have brought a lot of things online and might be doing home deliveries rather than having people there obviously so know who you're targeting why you're targeting them targeting them um where are they where are they are they on social media are they on facebook are they reading the newspapers are they looking at a certain website are they looking at a certain magazine know where they are and um, and target them and i mentioned having an identity but something about you will make you stand out from the crowd whether it be your staff whether it be a certain product whether it be where you came from whether you overcame adversity to launch a business or whether you are going somewhere that's going to be challenging and, and you can talk about that um, there'll be something about you that's different from everybody else in your sector and just shine a light on it, basically. And, and really that kind of you know, standing out from the crowd is, is, is the final message. And, and forming relationships as well is um, the most important thing I really said during the, the webinar is that, you know, one lady had a, a good question. She sounded like she had an amazing story and it hadn't been picked up by the press. And more often than not, someone will send a blanket email to 50 members of the press or whatever. They've got a database. There's no kind of personal personality or personal touch to it or warmth to it. It's you know sent to a lot of people. It might fall between the cracks because journalists get so many emails these days, and as we mentioned, they don't have much time and resources. So, you know, follow follow things up in a friendly way. But forming relationships with the with the media, with people in your sector, will make them more likely to use things because there'll be more goodwill towards you. They'll want to help you, and um, it'll you know could last for years. So I could go on and on with different different things you can do, but there's there's five quick ones. And be 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 brief, that be is, sna snapshots rather than going on and on and on trying there. Uh, brevity is key. That was fantastic. That's great. Um, so I've noted all of them down. Um, so next time we have a chat, um, you can check my. Work I will. And make I will. Sure well, you're always very good. Properly. You're okay. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you ever so much for your time today. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, and if anyone wants contact details for Martin, he will tell tell the listeners now. They yeah, will. it's um, martin at radarpublicrelations.co.uk. My website is uh, radarpublicrelations.co.uk. You can have my mobile, I trust you. It's 07742526586, or you can get through to me through the website. It's probably the easiest way. I'm not giving out my address. No. <laughs> oh, Sam, it's always a pleasure, Martin. Thank you ever so Thank much. Thank you. I'll see you soon. And looking forward to our next Look forward chat. to it. Thank Take you. Care. See you soon. Bye -bye. Bye -bye.